Is there another story from that night worth telling on the pod? The fact that I missed the nail. Ooh. What'd you do? Dude, this might be... You missed the what? I missed the nail, man. It's just like... So this bar has a nail that's like 12 feet up in the air. That's um some old University of Idaho player reached that height and they put a nail up there. And they said, if you can stand under it flat-footed and vertical jump and touch the nail, you get a free drink. And it's just like not something that people do. First thing that someone told me when I walked in the bar, I had like townies coming up to me and being like, oh, you got to try and touch the nail. You got to try and touch it. So I go outside, have a drink. You know, I'm feeling good at this point. Like I'm a little tipsy and we come back in. We got like 30 people watching. Did you stretch? No, no, I did not stretch. And I took my first attempt and kind of like, you know, jumped, but like didn't really like go all out. I was like, oh, I got this. I got this. Take one next one. Just same spot. Did not improve <laughs> at all. Take my third one. Just the same spot. <laughs> did not improve at all. I was probably a good two inches from the nail. Yeah. I, was, I was just so mad, man. Like it was embarrassing because there's like 30 people. Phones out. And I was just like tough. Damn. Couple flashes on, maybe too. Like, oh yeah, the the moment got to me. The the pressure definitely built uh, built up. Yeah, it got to me. Yeah, painful, painful. What are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? Cry? Uh, I I certainly did. <laughs> that sounded like the fakest fucking accent I've heard in my entire life. Bryce, you said you weren't stepping on anything tonight. No, just life. Sucking off the teat of Mother Nature. Jesus Christ. Okay. All right, boys. I have a 6.30 run tomorrow, so I am... How far are you going? Literally just three miles, because I have a 5K race tomorrow night, actually. And we're back, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Thank you for listening to Voting in the Majority. I am Andrew Harvey, joined as always by my esteemed co-hosts, Bryce Mulder and Michael Gutierrez. Michael, how are you doing this lovely evening? I am doing well. I uh looking forward to a few golf trips here in the next couple of weeks. So we're pretty much on summer vacation. I'm excited. Um and you know what accompanies our summer vacation really well? Survivor. Oh gosh. We're talking uh some more Cook Islands today. Episode two of the pods rewatch. We're going over episodes three, four, and five of Cook Islands. But Bryce, before we get into it, you are wearing Frat boy bow on the back. Blue Jays. Frat baby, boy bow. Baby blue jersey. Jersey. Yes. yes, sir. I'm loving it. I'm repping today. A couple tough losses. Um, I like how Michael said it's kind of like I'm on summer break because I'm actually on summer break. So <laughs> I work remote and remote is or work, I guess, is kind of in quotation marks. But um, yeah, I'm doing well. I also like to say that. Oh, I re- I was um I was editing a, a podcast episode of ours the today actually, we recorded for two and a half hours, and the episode length is just an hour, barely wow. an hour. There's wow. there's quite literally an hour and a half of us just like rambling on off to the side. That doesn't it's, sound it's like the us. best. It's the best content. Though. It's hilarious. We're not hitting a great percentage, um, <laughs> no. but I tell you what. Contact is contact. Yeah, here's the thing. It's a quantity over quality type type B out uh-huh. here. 
we're, we're producing numbers. Yeah. Quality's not very high, but that's all right. People are still here. <laughs> we're in the double digits. We're in the triple digits, baby. Let's go. Um, shout out to all the listeners. We are talking Cook Islands today. One of our favorite Survivor seasons. Let's get right into it, guys. Episode three is where, or episode two is where we left off. Hold up. Hold oh. up. Hold up. No. Hold up. I have to mention this because I also was editing our last Cook Islands episode. And I had a spoiler that I didn't ruin. And we'll get into it later. I didn't say it on the last episode. We'll get into it later. But at the end, Harf said that episode three, four, and five are garbage. Whoa. And so did I Michael, say garbage? You said they were trash. They were not wow. good. You said they were hard watches. And Michael want, made sure that we noted after the episode that we needed to bring that back up. So as we go through episode yes, three, four, five, just everyone remember, Harv wasn't a fan of these. So I just had to bring that back up. Harv, don't comment on the on whether you stand by it or not until after we discuss, please. Because I don't want you making up things that didn't happen. So we're going to talk it out, and then you can decide. Were you right or were you wrong? If I remember last podcast episode, I was fairly imbued. So I'm, <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to stand much by what I said. I don't remember what I said, but I'm excited to get into it. And I, I feel like I enjoyed these episodes when I watched them. So most, re- most recently. I, I think they're good episodes. I think they're Fair. great episodes. All right, let's hop into it, though. I just had that written down because Michael said it, and I wanted to make sure we brought it back up. Thank you. Appreciate that. Yep, it's good stuff. Um, First thing on my list, doesn't have anything to do with episode three of this Survivor season at all, but first bullet point, JP is still dumbfounded by Billy. Just want to throw it out there. I think everybody's dumbfounded by Billy. I Like, if that happened... I think I would still be talking about it for three more days. So I, I, I understand where JP's coming from. It would be. Do we all remember? Like, were we all just like witnessing what we just witnessed? Yeah, I feel that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, next up, Yule comes back from exile. He does have the idol. No one knows it. Uh, immediately comes back. Everyone's on the mats, and we drop our buffs, and we're picking for new tribes. This is a elaborate tribe selection process. They pick four captains, two men two women you start selecting people from a tribe that you weren't on go back and forth the two tribes we end up with are now the raro and i2 tribes so that gives us on i2 penner i2 taki penner yule ozzy cowboy cecilia flicka sundra becky and candace and Correct. On, on raro that gives us Brad, JP, Nate, Adam, Parv, Jenny, Christina, Rebecca, and Stephanie. I mean, right off the bat, you got to say Raro's got a strong tribe. But I don't think I want to be on that beach with those people over in Raro. I don't know how y'all are feeling. Well, I think that the, I think that they have a strong tribe. And what makes them a strong tribe is also that, like, it's clearly I would not want to be on that beach because I would probably get voted out because this group is so similar mm-hmm like they, there's they no i don't want to say this but they took the strongest man from each tribe and there's just like four carbon copies of them throughout and it's it's pretty crazy it's it's a little bit toxic or a lot of it toxic as we'll see but i i think that there's a world where i would have thought this was a perfect tribe 
And I'm happy to know that in my survivor development, this you're yeah. right, Bryce. This would be tough. yeah. You know, it's not. It's it's kind of crazy, and that's just the game of Survivor. I was changed and everything. But also, do we remember who picked first for that team? Was it Parvati? Yes, and she selected Jenny. All I'll say is that Parv is the one person that comes out looking, I think, good in this because she seems like she's thinking about it more than anyone else on this tribe. That's exactly right. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, the episode is called, you know, Flirting and Frustration. And so yeah. we'll see kind of what comes out of that tribe. And and I think there's two things about how they set it up. And you're right, Harv. This is a very interesting, like, draw and everything because it's the two divides, right? And there's some stipulations, like, I think, was it Ozzy had to pick Yule just because um, he had no other choice? Is that correct? Someone has like to pick, correct, 100%, yes. Yeah, it has to pick him because he has to pick a different tribe or whatever. Y- and Yule so, picked Ozzy, but yes. Yule picked Ozzy, yeah, because... Yeah. I think there was Brad was available or someone bigger was kind of available out there as well. Um, And then the other thing is that the egg smashing at the end to pick the men and women tribe that will be combined. You know what I'm talking about? I think that's crazy. Like that, that changes the whole game. Just those eggs right there. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Like the smallest things and like the survivor producers probably don't realize they're doing this, but they're creating different outcomes just this little thing takes luck it's a game of luck man it's fun re-watching the seasons knowing how everything plays out and realizing in the moment like how big each decision is and i think we i think the producers do know what they're doing because that's why they're introducing all of these twists nowadays in modern survivor like they're trying to create different combinations and make people react in different ways and just see what happens i don't i think they're trying to mix it up and do that intentionally yeah yeah well, they're, they're also, poking the bear. I also think it'd be really interesting to have seen Parv on the same tribe as Penner and Yule in the game. Because early in the game, I think those are two guys that I just think would probably pick up pretty quickly that they feel she's on to something. Yeah. yeah. And the... Is Parv not with Penner at the start? Yes. She was, but it, she was, but it was like the other yeah. two men were kind of just like clearly... Yeah. And Penner spent so much time at Exile Island, too. He was the first like he was person gone on Exile Island. Yeah. A significant amount of time, especially yeah. for how long has it been? Six days? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Parv, Parv has been very upfront and forward about how flirting is a key tenant in her strategy. And I think Penner and... Uh, I think she gets Penner at, at times with it a little bit later on. But Ewell in particular, just he doesn't... He just doesn't even flinch. We see it a couple I times. I don't think mm-hmm. yeah. I think... You know who I think that was the happiest with these with these tribe switches was Parv though because now she doesn't have to deal with like Candace. Candace is the other way, and she got Adam all to herself. She's got big old Nate now too. Nate. Yeah, she's loving life. Yeah, that's good stuff. But, uh, what happens? What happens next? Um, well, I do actually have a a quote from Parv. We just talked about it. We don't need to go any further, but she says, we have so many big buff guys. I am absolutely going to flirt with them to get them on my side. It's what I do best. I already got Adam. I was drawn to Nate from the beginning, so now I'm going to work on him. So, yeah, there you, there you have it. There you have it. You really chose a serial killer tone to kind of approach that call. <laughs> I wasn't going to try to put any Parv inflection on it. I can't, I can't do her justice. Yeah, I don't think it came through the same way. Yeah. Um, Great That's call. Hilarious. Great quote. 
So I have a quote. Can I have a put a quote out there? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Penner said, I don't know, this struck me, but he said, I think we can align with a couple of the Asians. And I thought that was um a little bit tone deaf from my my goat out there. But 2006, man. Um, <laughs> it was crazy. There's another thing where Nate says when they go to their new island after the tribe, he says, We're out of the ghetto and into Bel Air. <laughs> these episodes don't disappoint but i mean they survivor put that in everyone's brains when they divided it by race early on and so people just keep talking about it and it's like once or Mm -hmm. twice an episode there's always something there something great i would i would be really interested and sorry we'll get to what happens next i'd be really interested to know how they land how they line up class wise in addition to the race like oh so they also have a you know each tribe has a very upper class person each person has a very lower like i would be very curious what that breakdown looks like yeah they just tell you at the start too and they're like these are your team leaders and they go down yeah right well, ultimate down. that's that's season 100 of survivor they're gonna have... right yeah gotta get it all up next is a really cool challenge that does illustrate the vast superiority of the raro tribe in strength where they, everyone has the 15 pound sandbags strapped to their back and they're mm-hmm. charging in a circle through the water the big strong men just dominate with ease pretty quickly yeah pretty straightforward challenge i, I hate that challenge That's you hate it i hate that challenge is that I, like i didn't enjoy watching it i've, I've never enjoyed watching it I mean, i'm not it's like it's like it's like putting a live mouse in an anaconda's cage yeah candidly like what, what else was gonna happen? there's not really much the losing tribe can do like it's just kind of it's gonna happen eventually and then you'll you will tries to fight them off and it's like but then yeah, yeah it, even, doesn't if, even, get, even if you even fight them off let's say you fight them off super successfully and like throw them on the ground and then you get yeah. like a five ten foot head start before they start chasing you again you're not going to catch all the way up around them like exactly but i do want to show that Yule didn't fall. Cowboy was the one who got tackled, even though Yule tried to yeah. fight them off. Yeah, Yule's, so. Yule's battling. Winning tribe here, Raro. And let's just quick reminder who is on Raro. Raro is Brad, JP, Nate, Adam, Parv, Jenny, Christina, Rebecca, Stephanie. I'm going to highlight here Adam and Parv in particular because Raro gets to pick someone from I2 to send to exile and this person will miss tribal council so they won't get have the opportunity to be voted out they pick candace to go so yeah. it, it it seemed pretty clear mm-hmm. that that was a they like candace it, she has friends on the railroad tribe and they were trying to protect her this gets mentioned in the next episode when she returns we'll talk about it then but that's what happens there she has the never mind that's a bad joke i'll say <laughs> um so i i, I have I feel like you don't send a. Uh, I feel like you send one of the biggest people. Like you send an Aussie, you know, or I guess who else is big? You'll let you'll go back, like try and keep the numbers low to go to exile. Like I oh. think if Yule's already been there, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. just keep the same person, so you kind of know where the idol is if someone has the idol. I mean, yeah. I think that's what they they begin adopting in 17 or in other seasons. It's, if you've been there, you get sent back. Yeah. Okay. That's fair. I also, well, going back to that, I also want to say when they did the swap, 
Penner picked Yule, which should not be overlooked because Yule's the only other person that had been to Exile Island at that point. Yeah. So Penner is able to ask clues and also have somebody that he knows the idol's most likely on their tribe if it's on anybody's tribe so far. Yeah. Like Penner knows that's in his tribe somewhere. I think that's shouldn't be underlooked. Anyway. Wouldn't sorry. you prefer that idol stay away from your tribe though? No, because I would want the idol on my on my team, no? Like if you if that's that's your way to the final. Good point. If you make an alliance through the merge and stick with it. Yeah. 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 So anyway. All right. I two go into tribal council. They don't have Candace in their midst. Um little back and forth. Ozzy was on the block for a little bit, but ultimately Cecilia goes home. Who's that? His closest, his closest ally. Uh so, yeah, oh. Cecilia is Ozzy's closest ally. Yeah. Yep. Fair enough. Not a lot to say. Go. It looks like yep. Thunder and Ozzy voted against Becky. Yep. As well as uh Cecilia. Yeah. I thought yeah. Sundra and Ozzy voting for Becky here is just an interesting note for those of you who know. Yeah, that's interesting. Cool. Very interesting. It's funny because Sundra kind of in the episode played up being like in this decision of power. Mm-hmm. And it's like she just like made the wrong choice. Like, and she was yeah. not. She, she whiffed it. Yep. And she was really on the outs for a while too. Like, I, I was kind of surprised with how on the outs she was. I thought they brought her in pretty quickly, though, with this vote. Fair, fair. Okay, that's fair. All right, let's go on to the next episode. Yep, episode four. First thing here, uh, Ozzy does mention he's he feels on the outs after they voted. Uh, wait, Cecilia or Christina? Cecilia. Cecilia. I wrote the wrong name here. Cecilia out, and he says if they want to vote me out, they should do it sooner than later. I don't want to keep uh, catching fish for them. He's yeah, he he's he's all over the place in this one. He's a little sad boy. It's embarrassing. Yeah. yeah. I'm sorry, but like, he's so immature. This is very, very immature comment. Do we, do we know how old he is in this season? Well, that's a good question. Let's wait, wait, let's place guesses real quick. Place guesses. 24 is my guess. 24. Uh, that's, that's a good guess. That's exactly what I would have guessed. I'll go take 25 then. And I'll go 23 <laughs> to go under. Michael, it was 24. So <laughs> we all. <laughs> now that um yeah he he is a 24 year old he is all over the place a lot of emotions and doesn't know how to yeah it's at all. it's tough man he's um but he's a sad boy but luckily sad boy knows how to fish and that man caught so many fish he is the ultimate survivor cheat code like did they say he can hold his breath for three minutes something Some, like that? something ridiculous they oh could my put God. him in any season. I think he'd be dominant. Yeah, he came back with like twenty fish, and they're like, "Oh, we're gonna eat good today." Like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> you think so? Yeah, and then there... this this challenge coming up, he dominates and he swims the entire way out by himself and just destroys yes. it. He's it just it looks so good when he does it. It's it's amazing. Yeah, cheat code, cheat code. I feel like this is the moment where everyone's like. Oh dang, Ozzy's Ozzy can play a little bit. Like I think they're realizing so far he because he was on the outs of the last vote. You know what I mean? So I feel like people are starting to think he's so strict. Like just the the idea of being this provider is kind of new. Mm-hmm. Like how he does it mm-hmm. and like to that level, just the hell out of it. It's just yeah. really I'm just very impressed by. It. 
That's a good point because no one's caught fish like he's caught fish before. It's a strategy. Like, like this is a strategy that essentially is founded by Ozzy that a lot of other players then take yeah. in and get targeted for later in. Mm-hmm. And they none of them catch fish like him, even Correct. to the current day. And the thing is with someone like Ozzy, like he's such an advantage, such a cheat code to have on your team pre-merge. And then there's so much time post-merge to vote him out. Like you, you don't have to really worry about it with someone like him because there's not going to be he's a lot of moving and shaking usually. Like he's True. gonna he's gonna win a couple immunity. You just wait till the time's right. You got the numbers, and then just at some Once point you have you just the get chance him. you get him. Yeah, because yeah. yeah. he's he's definitely not strategizing like everyone else is strategizing right now. Yeah, yeah. Um, right. Can we talk about par real quick? Yes, please. So I have notes down. It says par's. Uh, gift of gab is next level. She's a certified Rizzler. And then I said, Nate getting his ass swindled. Yeah. Because Parv was just absolutely torturing this guy. Yeah. Mentally, she was just running circles around him and he has no idea what's going on. And he, he, she holds Nate and Adam in the palm of her hand. It's, it's incredible. So I just, she's incredible. Does she also hold Bryce in the palm of her hand? It sounds like maybe <laughs> she would if I was on that island. <laughs> She's crazy, man. He just she got was... away. Yeah, dude. She just looks at Nate, and Nate's just done. He it doesn't. It's that guy is putty right now. It's pretty incredible. All right, what, what's next on your notes, Arf? Uh, it's an immunity challenge. It's nothing special, but the one thing is it it's the one where they have people shackled at the top of the mast and you got to go climb and swim and go save them. Not that great of a challenge. Similar to what you said, Bryce, about the one in a circle. Sometimes there's misses, but all of these challenges are so different and unique and like not like anything we see nowadays. And just it's fun to to have a different kind of challenge here for the 13 episodes of the season before we jump back into modern survivor in the fall. Yeah, and I know we talked about this before, but I love how much water they incorporate this season. I think that's really survive more kind of when I think of survivors like these water challenges. And I think they do a good job of incorporating some of the water features. Yeah, it's a ton of fun. So who who wins here? I2 wins immunity. They won reward. They win immunity. Uh, they won immunity by making fire. That's right. Uh, and Cowboy waves the embers around to to make the fire. And they ultimately ultimately won immunity here. Cowboy's a Cowboy's one, of, one of a kind. Greatest character. An in, insane fire making technique. Yeah. The vibes are just a little bit more special with him. Michael, did you listen to that one or did you watch that scene with the this- fire? This this was unfortunately one that I listened to. Listened mm. to. How did it sound? Well, it was kind of one of those things where you thought you remembered watching Ky- Cowboy do something crazy. Yeah. But also, like, he's already done just like the weird, weird stuff with the snapping of the forehead and all that. Yeah. So I couldn't quite remember it, but I was picturing him doing it, obviously, at mm-hmm. first. And then it came to fruition. That's, yeah. That was well spoken. Well said. Because I'm just imagining if I just hear Jeff Probst saying, I don't even know what Jeff said in that moment, but he probably said something stupid. You know, <laughs> who knows what image would come to my head? Yeah. <laughs> um, Do we have anything else left on this episode? Yeah. Uh, so 
initially Stephanie, right when they get back, says she was the weak link in the challenge and it was her fault they lost. And everyone's like, all right, cool. She's the easy vote. Mm-hmm. And then her and Christina and Becky kind of get together and are like, maybe we should get the girls together and vote one of the guys out. We've got the a chance right now. They go tell Parv. Parv's kind of, eh, I don't think we should. And then ultimately JP ends up getting voted out and Parv and Brad and Adam all vote for JP as well. So clearly Parv kind of was the the linchpin and pulling them all together even though the girls becky christina and stephanie came up with the idea originally so jp goes home it's kind of the first real blindside here i guess yeah yeah it is kind of the first blindside here so it's a it's a it's a cool vote i think it's it was it was assuring watching it again because i just didn't know i didn't remember how early jp went Mm-hmm. Um, and now obviously I know that he did I guess I just had thought that he stuck around a little longer and it was really good to see him go and I think it makes for but he was not contributing much for us mm-hmm. also I think like Nate just being like oh they can't vote us out what does that even mean like they were too set in their ways that they had it made I think this was I think it was probably a good um decision as well hard what are you thinking yeah i i think jp was the easy one and i it it seemed like one that they were not that broken up about choosing out of the guys i don't think anyone was really rushing to his defense anytime soon and for those of you that maybe are hearing bryce jump around on the screen we've lost we've we've completely lost touch with bryce and snowplomy washington um but Oh, he might be back. Is he back? Does not look like he's back. Looks like we're still lagging a good amount. Um, so we'll keep you guys posted from, from here on out. It looks like it's you and me, Harv. Well, we just finished the episode, so we can wait for him and then jump into episode five here in a second. I think he can hear us right now. Yeah, it feels like it. you're muted, big guy. Can you hear me? Oh, oh wow, you're really delayed. No, I'm not. Yeah, you're really <laughs> delayed. <laughs> uh, is we he can't... really delayed right now? I don't know. We can't hear anything you're is saying. He... I think he's just ignoring us. He said No, he's... like I'm trying to say stuff. Can you guys hear me? Wait, say it again. <laughs> yeah, he's way behind. I think he's way behind. He's way <laughs> behind. Okay, Bryce, when you hear this part, say Kangaroo Jack. Kangaroo Jack. Oh, okay. Dude, are you oh, Wait, what? <laughs> you're just fine. Unmute yourself. So you can't hear me now? Yeah, now you're good. Yeah. Yeah. Because I was like sitting back and you guys were like, oh, he's so behind. And then I would say something and it would, you wouldn't hear it. Yeah, because it was like a 10-second lag for a second there. Yeah, it was not that you were... But you somehow caught up to us. Um, That's That was crazy. I was I texted y'all. I was, did, said I was excited to listen to the rest. You did freeze, though. I did. I don't even know what I was talking about. I thought you guys were just not responding, and I was like, this is the biggest delay. Are they going to say something? <laughs> I was just like, what is going on? <laughs> we, we, we finish up the episode four. Oh, did you really? Yeah. Well, that was fun. I'm glad I could be a part of that at the end of that one. So JP goes home. Let's go to episode five. 
the guys alliance here feeling a little pressure after one of theirs goes down jp going home so they start to turn it up around camp uh nate starts picking up some wood parv comments on nate's wood uh they're <laughs> they're cleaning up around around camp helping out a little bit doesn't go unnoticed um i'm pretty sure it lasts for all of maybe like a morning uh of real time on the island but they they were milking it and they they made sure people were paying attention no, I love it. I um, I think it's hilarious that they work so hard. And then isn't Adam just still like pissed off about working hard? Like oh, yeah. Adam just he's just the the biggest hater you've ever seen in your life. He is not a happy camper, is what he is. Well, well never been. Well, we didn't talk about was that last episode that he was elected to go to? He was selected to go to exile. Yeah, no, I don't think so. I think that that's me. No, episode three was episode Mule... three. Penner goes twice. Was Candace? They episode picked Can- Candace. Episode four was Adam went to exile, and they and don't they, even mention they, they it. Didn't show anything. About wow, it. seriously, because I don't remember that at all. It was. I think it's a testimony to just where his work ethic is at. Like they were like, it's not did nothing. Candace was kind of the same. Candace didn't really. But maybe they're a good good match after all. Yeah. Speaking of Exile Island, Penner goes this episode. Yeah. And gives a great quote. He says, I I built a a trench so big you can bury Yao Ming in that trench. Yep. And I <laughs> love that. <Yep. laughs> oh man. Had that one in my notes as well. Who would yeah, be, real quick aside, who would be the thing is is Yao Ming still the appropriate person to be like this is the biggest trench, or who would, I would be say Boban that you would bring up in that situation? I would say Boban. You would say Boban. That's mm-hmm. he, okay. Interesting. Hard. Yeah, I think. Yeah, Boban, Yao, those are the two biggest. I mean, Wembenyama might be the answer in a little bit. No, Just like cult- Shaq. culturally. Shaq. Yeah, culturally. I'm talking about who's, yeah, Shaq. Like, I think Shaq. Shaq. Like, yeah. Shaq would be like, I could, like Shaquille O'Neal could fit in this yeah. I thought you were yeah. saying who's the biggest person you yeah. can think of. Okay, then then why would you say Boban? He's the biggest person I can think of. But... <laughs> Andre the Giant? Um, yeah, I think it's probably Shaq. I would yeah. say... <laughs> You could fit. Oh my gosh! I would say you could fit Bigfoot in there. That's really what I would say. Okay, see, like yeah, that's what I was asking. Like yeah, like what would I you? Understand. What would okay. yours be? Maybe Bryce. Yeah, you could fit Bryce. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Okay, All right, this guy. <laughs> All right. All right. All right. All right. So reward challenge for food and spices. It's this mm-hmm. is the this is another fun mm-hmm. challenge, man. I'm telling you, they do a lot of good ones on this season. This is the one where they have pairs of people standing at posts, and then you, they go around and add weight to everyone, and you got to hold up the weight uh, until your entire team falls out, and whoever's the last person standing wins reward for their team. Um, strategy for do you guys remember the challenge? Yeah, and they both took opposite strategies if i remember opposite strategies yeah so the two strategies are either you load up one person at a time and like put 10 pounds 20 pounds 30 pounds on this one partner Mm -hmm. to try to tire them out as quick as possible 
or you go 10 pounds at a time to one try or one partner, then the next partner, then the next partner, then 20 pounds, 20 pounds, 20 pounds, mm-hmm. and keep uh, dispersing it evenly. So which one do you, would you guys lean towards? I personally believe the proper way of doing it is equal um, because I feel like you can get the people who are going to be out earlier out earlier if you just slowly deteriorate them and then you can just load it on one person. But I feel like you're working backwards if you do it the other way. I don't know if that's correct. I think you kind of got to read a, I think, you have to identify which one you have an advantage in and then maybe play off of what the other team does. But mm. like, that's not, I would probably choose to load up first. Really? Well, on the, I, on the to, be, to be totally honest, I too had no shot. Either, their strategy wouldn't have worked either way. The railroad just had stronger groups, if I remember correctly. Just in general, they're a bigger tribe. But another, another example of like, yeah. What, what were we doing? Yeah. So, but let me, let me just, let's say us three go out there and we throw, I don't know, three random average people, right? We throw a duplicate of us out there and we just mix and match. Like I got a, me and Michael, there's a, a, or a Harv and Michael, you know what I'm saying? Like there's mm-hmm. one of everybody. Um, If you're putting weight onto those, what, what group are you putting the most weight onto? Who are you attacking first then? You see what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, I think that it, we. I, I don't necessarily see what you're saying, but I, so if I okay, so if we put, yeah, we put three groups out there, right? One group is Michael and I. One group is Harv and I, and the last group is Michael and Harv. If you're putting the weight onto, yeah, I'm putting it on the you strongest. That's like a height thing, also. Yeah. Or how are you doing it? Who are you putting it on? Um, I think I'd go ten at a time on each person and keep moving it around just to get yeah. everybody tired. I think so. In that in that one, I think I would do it that way. But if I had to go for the strongest, I'd go for Michael and Harv, I feel like. Wow, taking yourself out of contention. Yeah. I think I would be the one that you just have to throw little weights on there. You throw a tenor on there, I'm done. <laughs> I, I think at this, I think that I would be pretty gonzo by this point in the season, though. Fair, yeah. Michael. I feel like you look like Yule. Um, well, yeah, just a I little cut. Anyone's ever given me. <laughs> you just get a little cut. <laughs> Yule good. is put together. Um. Him and Ozzy are both just like dudes that are just don't make sense. Seriously. Ozzy needs to really a little bit, but <laughs> also speaking of Ozzy, one last thing. We gotta get that no knee. That's what we've been looking for, is that no knee. No, you guys yeah. didn't watch the episode? Uh, heck are you talking about? Yeah, I watched the episode. No, I did. Well, that's like the fruit or something he was looking for. Yeah, the no knee. Yeah. He's yeah, he's so funny. Yeah, I thought that was hilarious because he grabbed it, looked straight at the camera, and said, "The no knee." <laughs> I think as soon as he saw that he could make it through a vote without Cecilia, now we're starting to really see him just step into it. A lot more confidence. And that swimming challenge, I think both of those were just killer. 
he knows he's made for it. All right, All right. so pe- this is where Penner goes to exile, and Yao Ming's it up. Um, he's digging mm-hmm. a lot and doesn't find the idol because Yule already has it. And so he's pretty sure someone has found it. Could be Yule, Adam, or Candace in his eyes. I think viewers are pretty sure Adam and Candace should be out of contention. Uh, the, the next thing we see is a funny sequence of scenes where Ozzy, Flicka, and Cowboy go on a little expedition. They, they go traveling around. They want to go check out an island across the water. They're bushwhacking through it uh, and eventually come upon a clearing, and it is the other tribe's campsite. I love it. It was it was humorous. Um, <laughs> not a lot happened other than Cowboy telling a... It looked like they edited it, so it seemed like it was at least a 15 or 20-minute story. I don't know how long it actually was, but... It was, was two hours. Two hours? No, I don't know that for sure. Oh. I bet you we could Google it. Let me Google it. Let me see if he I can was find... He was talking for a minute, and the other tribe was like, why are you guys here? Get out of here. This is our camp. Um, definitely unwelcome guests. At the end of it, they were asking for, like, food and spices that they had just won and stuff, and the other tribe was like, no, get out of here. And so they leave, and it was... Um, it's it's hilarious. It was it was an awkward little scene, but it was really funny. Do, do we think that Survivor in a modern world would jump in and say, "No, you're not, you're not going there," or not? Oh no! So that's rules. That's actually against the rules. Yeah. So they just yeah. let him go. Or yeah. Maybe not. Is... Maybe it's against the rules now. Maybe that wasn't against the rules then. Yeah, so I've I've heard mixed, I've heard like differing opinions on it, but I feel like it's kind of Survivor producers like, let's watch this thing burn, you know? Yeah, I mean, I bet if they know that they're going to an island, I bet like if it's an island that they don't have control over, they'd be like, hey, hey you guys aren't allowed to go there. But if they're going to an island that they know the other tribes on, they're like, yeah, let's see what happens. So the immunity challenge is the one where they had to build poles and transport people across the water and then after that they have to get the entire tribe onto a small platform which was always a favorite of mine raro is in the lead the entire way and then they get everyone up on the small platform fall down and i2 steals the victory last second any immunity thoughts good to see it i think that maybe i speak just for me and my type of fandom i think we're all rooting for i2 at this point i would hope like this is I'm, I'm with you more, i'm with you the more lovable tribe the more dynamic tribe i was relieved in a word um as i yeah. think back on this one to, to that they got this win and they should have considering the size differential but still mm-hmm. was am i mistaken saying it was a bit of a comeback win yeah no it was a comeback win for sure we love that um yeah, I don't like the challenge personally. I think it's stupid, and I think James shows that a couple seasons later. But I think oh, that's three straight stupid challenges. The does, pole carrying. Does he just carry them by them by himself? Yeah, yeah. Um, just picks her. Okay, so Bryce, I think that you would tend if we're just doing a little taking a pulse. Mm-hmm. You would tend to agree with Harv that these three episodes are garbage. Wow, this is full circle here. Um, no, I don't believe so. I actually wrote in here on season or episode four, I said the whole episode goaded. So I actually 
did really enjoy these episodes. I just don't like the challenges necessarily. Like, I think these specific challenges are not my cup of tea. Like, so maybe I've seen them too many times as well. Um, but yeah, I think the episodes, I think it's great gameplay, and I think it's fascinating how some of these relationships develop in episode three, four, and five. I got you. Yeah, good. Love that. I think I was speaking out of turn. I, I enjoyed all these episodes. They're great. I mean, so what is that? Five episodes down, and I've enjoyed all of them, but I even enjoyed the first episode. Did you yeah. all? Yeah. yeah. It's just a really solid season. It's a fun one. It is. Um, we'll just round off episode five real quick. Stephanie goes home. Christina was on the block, but Stephanie goes home. Stephanie probably needed to go. Um, Christina definitely needed to go, but again, both would have been good. Some you lose some. Yeah. All right. That's it for the three episodes we watched this time. Coming up next, we'll watch episodes six, seven, and eight on the next next time's edition of voting in the majority any season 13 thoughts questions observations you guys want to hit on before we call it a pod oh um yeah hold up i want to ask you guys some um shoot i can really not get to the things i need to get to today i want to ask you no Never mind. Sorry, that was just a waste of time. Just a total waste of time. Just wasting everybody's time today. There it is. But I think we should play a game next time. What game? I don't know. I'm going to figure out a game. Cool. You know what? No, I got the game. I got the game for you. I'm going to pick out little details from these next three, three episodes. Could be the color of Okay. something at tribal it could be so something just, that's said you're discriminating and against listeners most of them will be something that's said then i guess um no, and we're gonna see they we're just do see. quotes just do quotes quotes is the best I'll do quotes and i'll and we have to say who the person is or should yes yeah let's yeah. do who the person is that says either it. you can say it's either who the person is that said it or who they were talking about or something like yeah that. we'll mix it up yeah, yeah i think that's good i think that'll be good i'll bring or what color shirt they were wearing when they said it there then Harvard. yeah if if michael's pulling ahead throw a couple shirt colors in there so yeah, yeah, yeah. to catch up i'll make sure to get that <laughs> that'll be a good one i feel yeah, like that sounds good i bet you i'll stump you i bet you i can get michael to go one of 20 guys we are <laughs> i bet you could we are um we're about to to peak here and it's going to be all all coasting and this is going to this season's going to oh god it's about to get really fun